0: What's dad's style when it comes to clothing? Is he one of those cool dads who always wants to find a way to remain hip and well-dressed decade after decade, or is he one of those dads who has to pass inspection every day before mom or the daughters will let him out of the house? In either case, your, your dad in your life is going to love clothing from American Giant. Since Father's Day is coming right around the corner, now might be the best time to introduce him to the amazing products at American Giant. American Giant was founded on the idea of making a difference with American workers, putting America back to work, American cotton, American farmers, and American quality. So much of what our country used to be was about manufacturing products, and that is long gone. But American Giant is committed to leading the way to show that we can still make quality so their clothes stand for something, and they're great. Buy American today... Try this for Father's Day, American-Giant.com slash Glenn. That's American-Giant.com slash Use my code Glenn, J L E N N for 20% off now, American-Giant.com slash Chip Roy joins us next.
1: entertainment and enlightenment this is the Glenn Beck program
0: hello America welcome to the Glenn Beck program I'm gonna get right to Chip Roy because he's on a uh, uh, tight schedule here so let's go to Chip now hello Chip how are you
2: Glenn I'm doing great great to be on Uh, and uh, yeah I'm on a tight schedule because we got to go fight to try to stop this thing but uh, but happy to be on the show yeah,
0: so uh, I, I, you know, I I really think that uh, Speaker McCarthy has just uh, given uh, the nomination to Donald Trump for any of these you know weasels who are like I don't want Donald Trump uh, because he's
2: an extremist. Y-
0: you just gave him the nomination, in my opinion. Not that uh, Florida, you know, um, uh, Ron DeSantis. Is going to agree with this deal, but nobody's going to trust the Republicans after this. We gave you the benefit of the doubt, McCarthy, and this is what you return? It's what, four trillion or is it six trillion that they can raise the debt ceiling up to in the next
2: couple of years? Well, let's just take it uh piece by piece. I mean, look, you're you're right that this is I think a terrible quote unquote deal. Uh and for your listeners out there who are who are smarter than the average listener. Uh, what we get is a date certain for a debt ceiling increase, January 1st, 2025. There is no actual dollar amount. So what that means is you essentially have an uncapped increase in the debt ceiling to a date certain. That date certain happens to fall in the middle of a lame duck uh, Congress, by the way, right? Or lame duck presidency, if we're lucky. What, what do we get for that probably $4 trillion of additional debt or more, depending on what happens with it being uncapped and able to be potentially extended. We get at best, in my opinion, if I'm being as generous as I can be to the people that negotiated, this is a two year freeze in spending a two year freeze in spending. Roughly might go up a little, might be down a little, but it's basically a freeze truly. And that's only for two years of actual caps. And for that, You know, you're going to see a slight bending of the post COVID curve. Now, what does that mean? You'll see in the Wall Street Journal, and you see all these people out there saying, hey, they're bending the curve. This is historic. Uh They're flattening it. Yeah. We heard all that same crap during COVID, by the way. This is just taking the post COVID spending and freezing it for a couple of years while uh, we continue to feed the beast, the federal bureaucracy, and we do nothing, nothing to end the IRA subsidized unreliable energy. We have minor work requirements. We basically increase the age for SNAP and TANF from 49 to 54. And call that a win while not touching Medicaid. We have no Rains act pulling back the regulatory state. We get something called administration pay go to offset the cost of regulations, but they can waive it, which means it's nothing. We uphold the student loans and punt it to the courts to make the decisions about the $500 billion of uh, picking winners and losers in student loans. The IRS stays expanded, minus basically $1.4 billion. Like You really can't make this up. And with all due respect to the leadership, they say it's historic. They miscalculated. They slipped into their old ways. I am going to meet with them today. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm trying to make it clear that I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt that this wasn't sinister, that they just slipped into their old ways and felt like, well, we got to do a deal. Yeah, you can't do that. The, the no votes for mounting. They just- And if you're if you're a listener out there, make sure every one of your members of Congress know, get their voice. Your voices need to be heard. Vote no on this. We can still kill this and start over and do the right thing.
0: I mean, I'd take this if you had the Reigns Act, but you got nothing. You got nothing. You have no reins, if you will, on this horse that is just being whipped to death
2: in spending. Correct. I mean, that is 100% correct. We got out of the deal that we did, limit, save, grow, for a $1.5 trillion debt ceiling increase into early next year. We got a lot of really good things. Now, look, I'm not saying whether I think we could have gotten every single piece of that. I understand we've got to negotiate. I think that was the right starting place. But you tell me you're going to go jack this out two years to almost $4 trillion, and you're going to get literally not one actual full thing on the list of stuff we put in the Limit Save Grow Act. Not one thing. Everything was like some fractional piece of something on the list so they could say they did something, right? $1.4 billion off of the $80 billion of the IRS. And then say, see, we did something for the IRS. No, you left $78.6 billion of expanded IRS in place over 10 years. And you're trying to sell that to me as a victory. That's just not correct. This is old swamp thinking. This uh, is a you know. What, correction, j- j- let, let's just let's
0: back. let's just cut the crap. Old swamp thinking. This nothing is changing with the Republican Party because the leadership—they're all swamp monsters. They're all swamp monsters. And until those swamp monsters—monsters—are put back out to pasture. You're not going to have anything change. You're not. You have a lot of good Republicans like you that have come up and they actually mean what they say and say what they mean. But until until those swamp mos- monsters are taken out and and you know let them go to their nursing homes Nothing's going to change. I don't know why we should give them the benefit of the doubt that, oh, you know, just uh, it was, oh, we made a mistake. What? You had everything going for you. Everything. Now, now, now what's going to happen? The president made a deal. He, he compromised. Now the Republicans are, it's just these extremists being holding hostage, the Republican Party. It's the same
2: thing over again. Yeah, Glenn, look, I agree with every word of it. I just make sure I'm being very clear here. I personally think this was a complete and total sellout of everything that we accomplished in January, everything that we did in the first Limit Save and Grow Act, and everything we accomplished with HR2. You're right. I think it is a, I think it is a betrayal of the power-sharing arrangement we put in place that would protect the Republican Party to make sure we could advance the ball forward. We are not blind to the fact that we have to figure out how to get 218 votes. We understand that's hard. We had a process that was working. That process was completely abandoned last week. The deal was cut, and that was a betrayal of the agreement that we had reached in order to create something that we thought would work. That's what I'm getting at. So I'm going to try to fix that today. If I cannot in the Rules Committee, when I go fight this in the Rules Committee, if I can't kill it. If we can't kill it on the floor tomorrow, then we're going to have to then regroup and figure out the whole leadership arrangement again.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, is- you, you got it. McCarthy, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I wasn't for him. I, I thought he was a swamp monster. And just last week, I'm like, I, you know what? I think I got to give him credit. He's playing this very well. Now, he's just betrayed me. Again, I give the benefit of the doubt to the Republican and they just shiv me in the chest.
2: So I want to be as clear as I can be. This is not the end of this. This is the process that we started in January. We showed that you can govern conservatively and win. We did it. We were doing it. They abandoned it. Yep. It is our job now to course correct. Again, I've got, you, you know, you, not to quote Rumsfeld and old Bushian, but you go to war with the army, you got. Look, the bottom line is we were winning and we were demonstrating how to govern conservatively. So we're going to go do that today. We're going to have a press conference in 45 minutes. We're, the, the 20 are strong. There are others that are with us. We are going to make our message be loud and clear. I'm going to make my message loud and clear in the rules committee. And then we will keep moving forward, trying to earn votes and try to build up where we need to head to, to do exactly what you just said. we got to make sure the American people are inspired. What I was trying to tell Republicans here is if we lose and we lose the vote because we get rolled, Make it be the Dems and the squishes in our conference that roll us. Yes. Don't go and roll, a, you know, roll and cut a deal, and then go try to sell me that it's not, you know, selling me out because that's what they're doing. They're trying to, they're trying to snow me. Always they're trying to snow the American people and say, oh, this is a great deal. Always. It is not. You know I, that chart that's going around that I've put out on my Twitter account, social media, where I make very clear. Uh, the side-by-side comparison of where we were and where we ended up. And it's not even close. No.
0: Um, I know you have to run. So what do you want the American people to do? Anybody who still, I mean, honestly, I don't know how many times you guys can say, call your congressman, because,
2: I mean, really? We have. Well, let me back up and just say, for five months, we actually were winning. HR2 was, in fact, an historic position for Republicans to take on the border. The first Limit Save Grow Act, that was a pretty historic bill. So now they they, they abandoned us. They failed. They cut a bad deal. It hasn't been passed yet. Just get involved over the next 48 hours. Make sure every Republican knows this is a bad deal. Make your voice heard loudly. Do it on social media. Do it to their offices. We are going to fight up here, and then we're going to regroup and figure out what the next step is to hold the line and make sure we're going to get our uh, leadership arrangement such that it's reflecting conservative principles again i promise we're going to keep fighting the 20 aren't flinching glenn we're just starting
0: good um love to have you and anybody else in that 20 that would like to come in and talk tomorrow about the progress because we have 48 hours i'd love to have you back tomorrow chip and just give us an update thank you
2: to do it either i'll do it or someone else
0: you got it thank you so much bye-bye that, that is the problem. We do have people in there that are really fighting hard. For the first time, I think we have 20 people that will stand. But it's all these mamby-pamby, wishy wash. Look what the left has done to the country. Why? Because they will sell out every principle they have. They don't care who they stand with and they're standing with Marxists. Well, I think we should give them some more money. I mean, I don't think it's, I mean, I don't want to be an extremist. You're being an extremist. You're standing for the constitution. What is wrong with the American people? When did the Constitution the longest running constitution in all of the history of man? The average constitution last seventeen years I, I back in a minute. I had to make up a commercial here, so let me tell you a couple of couple of things. First of all. Real estate agents, I You want to buy or sell your home. You have an entire team of people working for you. And they are people that think like you. I got to tell you, I was at the Indy 500 this weekend. It was so nice to be in a town where people were kind to each other. I had somebody cut me off in traffic. Not, not kidding. Somebody cut me off, took a U-turn, really dangerous U-turn, right in front of me just to get in line. You know what they did? They got out of their car and I'm like, oh, dear God, they're getting out of their car. They got out of their car, came to the window and said, just want to apologize. That was really wrong. Really sorry. And I'm like, what are you? Would you guys do you want any coffee or anything? What are you? Where am I? It's nice to be around people who think like you do, who understand decency and and." common sense. You want a real estate agent that's driven to take your home buying or selling experience to the next level and is full of common sense and thinks like you? Go to realestateagentsi trust.com. We'll find that person for you. We got them all over the country. We only rep, I think there's only a couple thousand that we rep now. There's 10,000 plus on a waiting list. We don't take everybody and we vet and we watch. Real dot com. Get the right agent for you the first time. dot com. All right. Also, I wanna <laughs> I wanna tell you about uh Goldline. Goldline celebrating Memorial Day for the whole week with a special offer on their new and existing clients right now, with all of the crazy economic news pending, the debt ceiling. Are you kidding me? Another six, possibly six trillion dollars by the end of this presidency. And you think they won't spend it? Of course they will. Everything is out of control. Centralized bank digital currency is coming down the pike. Dollar is being devalued. All of that. Goldline is just focused, focused on giving back to you. This week, Memorial Day week, with a special offer, both new and existing clients with every tube of 25 of Goldline's popular quarter-ounce Mayflower gold rounds, you'll receive at no charge either five of the five-ounce silver American flag bars, or you can opt to receive 25 of the one-ounce Liberty Bell silver rounds. This week only. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. (sighs) So the Texas House voted to impeach in the fastest impeachment I've ever seen in my life. Last what was it? Last Monday, you had the uh, Republican House leader stand up and and run a session like this, like that, and then they're gonna vote for another bill. Yep. Okay, seemingly drunk, seemingly very drunk. Ken Paxton came out and said he should be removed for being hammered. Okay. Next day, yeah, I, mean, I we should impeach Camp Paxton, and they do it. <laughs> they impeach him. In, like, three days. Three days. I don't even know what happened. I mean, it was like, what? Wait, hold it. What? I
1: mean, they had this investigation, I guess, going on for a long time uh, to look into accusations against Paxton, but, like, yeah, I mean, it was—we're I mean, in Texas, and, you know, you might know Ken Paxton if you're somewhere else— which One is of the best normal. attorney generals in the nation. Right. Like you don't normally know what another state's attorney general is because but people do know him because he's done a lot of you know, really conservative things and if and, and, and no, if, that, he's, if he's guilty of
0: a crime or something that oh, yeah. fine. I I'm no allegiance to anybody you you pay
1: for your crime. Um, but that was just kind of. I, I thought that was adjudicated here by the voters. Yeah, I, like, yeah right? I thought so too. They had a chance to take him out a and few months didn't. ago, and they didn't. They chose to keep him. Right. And then he's getting now he's getting impeached by his own party, By his own party for and, things he did before the election. And the guy who, weird. who the guy who was pushing it in the
0: house is the biggest rhino of them all. He's now he's currently fighting the governor. Over the biggest tax
1: increase in Texas history. And he's also one of the guys responsible for killing the school choice. Yeah. I mean, this guy is this guy, you know, makes Mitt Romney
0: blush. He's like he's he's like following me. (laughs) That's who you have running the Texas House. That guy is the guy that should be uh, impeached or or voted out. He certainly should not be the head of the Republican House. But dirty deals. I'm telling you, the GOP, if, 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 if there were only some Democrats that actually believed in this country still, that would stand up, five, that would stand up and have the balls to stand up with five Republicans and say neither one of you, neither the GOP or the Democrats are serious about saving this country. You're only worried about you, your money, saving your hide. And so many of you are dirty. We all took the same oath. And they may be Democrats and I may be a Republican or an independent, But we're standing together because this is destroying our country. Telling you, that would be a that would be a beginning of a new party and the GOP would go away. That's exactly how the GOP made the Whig Party go away. And it'd be done again, but you gotta have bipartisan support. You gotta have somebody. Who's a Democrat that sees it? And then you got to have people who are willing to go in and go, screw you all. I mean, I'm not just, I'm not going to watch my country burn down the ground anymore. Not going to do it. Not going to do it.
1: Hi, for one, Glenn. I'm interested to see how all this will play out. Yeah, thank you for reminding me of that <laughs> it's tough to remind i know that's the only way i can get through life anymore that is my
0: that's my new approach on everything <laughs> On everything on everything mm-hmm. kids everything mm-hmm. you know hey you've got an inoperable tube tumor huh. well it's going to be interesting to see how that turns out <laughs> <laughs> <There> you, <go. laughs> you know you just take that
1: attitude everything's mm-hmm. fine everything seems fine now everything i don't know if it solves all your problems but it sure makes you good makes you feel good until everything explodes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, that's all you can do. I mean,
0: until you're actually closing your eyes because of the tumor. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. you're good up until that moment. Then you're like, oh, crap, I should have done something. Yeah. But
1: kind of treat the world as if you're just kind of watching a TV show, right? (laughs) Like An observer. You're an observer. You're an interested observer. Because we are watching a TV show. This this is... It's it's all theater. I mean, this debt thing was all theater. All theater. It seems like the same thing with Paxton. I mean... You know like again like the for republicans really had a problem with whatever he is whatever he they say he did well you could have you know done something about it before the election but they wanted to not they didn't want to lose the 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 uh you know his win i guess yeah so, and his base right you know so people they leave who would in go in wait there. a minute yeah so they w- leave him in there and then the voters say okay we've looked at this and we say he's okay we want him back in office and they're like oh no you can't have him yeah i know you just voted for him now we're gonna get him out of there like, it's just so disingenuous. Even I tell if you, you, you have something on the guy, which I, I don't know the if they lieutenant do. governor
0: of Texas, you have the opportunity to crush now if you are darn strong as an attorney general. Okay, let me tell you about uh, Legacy Box. Uh, childhood memories are kind of funny things. The older you get, the more distance you put between you now and who you were then, fuzzier the memory gets. Kind of a shame because, I mean, I bet you have some favorite memories. How many of those memories were caught on film or videotape? They even have, do you have a way to watch any of those anymore? They don't, you know, they don't make VCRs anymore. They don't make stuff that half of my cassettes are, are on. Uh, and I don't even know what's on them anymore. And they just do what everybody does. It's either sitting in the attic or it's sitting in the basement. Two worst places you could do, only surpassed by the garage, it's gone. You have to be the historian of your family. For a limited time, you can get started future-proofing your past and take advantage of an exclusive discount. Go to legacybox.com/back. Revisit and share special memories from your past. legacybox.com/back. I've done it, you should do it. Take it seriously before
1: it's gone. legacybox.com/back and blaze tv.com slash glenn time to subscribe to blaze tv use the promo code glenn and save 10 bucks
0: Well, let me just talk to you a little bit about if you think you're hungry now. Uh, Joe Biden's special presidential envoy for climate, Senator John Kerry, made a revelation uh, this uh, month as he spoke about the need to, quote, transform the way food is produced in order to lower emissions. This is the next shoe in the Great Reset. It's the new crusade for climate activists. Food production. Uh, the, 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 the emissions have got to be reduced. I have to. I mean, most people. Well, let me just quote him. A lot of people have no clue that agriculture com, uh, contributes about 33% of all the emissions of the world depending a little bit on how you count it, but anywhere from 26 to 33%. And we can't get to net zero. We, we, don't, we don't get this job done unless agriculture is front and center as part of the solution. So all of us understand here the depths of this mission. Reduction in fertilizer, land use, and cows are a big push Uh, To seek the, to reduce the emissions created by our food production, our food production. One idea that has been put forth uh, to, you know, to help reduce methane uh, is to shift to eating bugs. Another idea is to feed cows bugs to reduce fertilizer emissions uh, generated by, by growing food for cows. So either you'll eat the bugs or you'll eat the cows that were raised on bugs. Uh, John Kerry said the agricultural sector, quote, needs innovation now more than ever. We're facing record malnutrition at a time when agriculture, more than any other sector, is suffering from the impacts of the climate crisis. He said, um, residents of Earth had only nine years left. Nine years. Nine years left. That's it. And I refuse to call climate change anymore. It's not change. It's a crisis. There are scientists who will tell you today the probability of a large portion of Africa that is a huge food supplier to the continent could implode in terms of agricultural capacity if we don't get under control of what we're doing 15 million people are dying every single year around the planet as a consequence of greenhouse gas emissions wow wow i'd like to see that in the atmosphere in the air which travels around it drops in the form of pollution warming the ocean at a record rate changing the chemistry of the ocean itself without action, millions of lives and livelihood on the planet and parts of the world. Climate crisis has, has now got growth in agricultural yields by as much as 40%. Wow. Now he was speaking to, let me ask him if you want to transform agriculture, our food process, from, quoting them, not me, from seed to fork, who are the first people you're going to invite to the table?
1: Uh, Klaus Schwab <laughs> would be my first. Exactly. Yeah, anyone from exactly. the World Economic Forum. When do you get to the farmers? Oh, uh, mm <sighs> mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Last? I would say last. Well, just tell them what to do because they're stupid. Right. Um, That's the point. They have knowledge partners, Stu. Oh, good. Knowledge partners. And these knowledge partners are uh, meant to share best practices to increase the equitable diffusion Mm, and positive returns to agricultural innovation efforts focused on adapting to and mitigating the effects of climate change. It's got to be flexible. Flexible inclusive and targeted uh, collaboration focused on specific innovation areas guided by the values of openness and transparency. It is great.
1: This this always works out well. You know, when you take the people, like, like for example, if you were to, like, put a system together where all you did was listen to quote-unquote experts and, let's say, Mm -hmm. health, and then not at all listen to what parents wanted maybe put the teachers unions in there a bunch of other groups that are but mm-hmm. never ask the parents or the kids and then afterward the kids you know are you know have their educational lives destroyed mm-hmm. by the policies implemented by mm-hmm. the health officials that have no educational expertise mm-hmm. whatsoever um that would be an interesting system to to try i'd be interested to see how that would work out yeah. has that
0: test ever been done
1: uh you know I think it was once, huh. maybe let's say Long globally. Long time ago, though. Yeah, probably. globally in 2020 and 2021. Yeah, and um, we've seen it's the... a different world back then. Oh yeah, the repercussions yeah. of it were terrible, yeah. but of course they'd be different this time.
0: Uh, well, of course it mm-hmm. always is. Mm-hmm. I mean, for instance, I could go back in history and say exactly what has been done here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't new. I mean, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. calling it new, um, but it, this is uh, the Department of Agriculture, the U.S. Department of Agriculture, uh, in league with the United Nations Climate Change Conference, or COP28, uh, that's coming up in November. They're just getting ready for that. Mm. Now, um, I don't know. May- maybe, it was, maybe it was COP1 or 2. I'm not sure. But Mao tried this back in the, uh, back in the 50s and 60s. It was his five-year plan to transform farming. Yeah. And, uh, it you know, OK, there were five million deaths. But mm-hmm. when the experts came to him and said, hey, this is really not working out, he said, because you haven't tried hard enough. Mm-hmm. And so they did it for the full five years and millions starved to death. But I think that was different back then. That was different. The experts you were different. Eggs,
1: omelets, you know, how they say. Yeah, you gotta break a yeah. couple. You hey, know, and they learned some happen. important
0: lessons, which we will not learn from. But they learned some important lessons with those millions dead. You know, some could say that this is exactly what happened in the Soviet Union. You know, strangely, two communist Marxist uh, countries that tried this very thing. Uh, it's weird. Uh, But they, you know, of course, the farmers didn't know anything, so they killed the farmers. Uh, And then they just got some, you know, elites to go in and farm, which they know everything about farming. Everything. Everything. Oh, yeah. You You know, because they've studied it in a textbook.
1: Yeah. And people who, you know, put on suits and... And uniforms and go work for the government for 30, 40 years, have a real sense of working with their hands. Yeah. You know, getting their hands dirty. Right, in the real world. Oh, yeah. They understand yeah. that stuff really well. Right. It always goes well when they micromanage it. be great. Uh, I, I think farmers
0: would be good if they were made up of lawyers because every time the crop failed, they could sue them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm suing that corn. Right. And that and corn would learn its lesson It next would, time. and mm-hmm. it
2: would
1: grow next time be great you know i keep coming back to the idea that you know there there wouldn't be the, all these farming problems if it wasn't for all these farmers amen brother you, you know just amen. i'm taking all the steps out of the yeah. communist playbook yeah. let's just learn well i was
0: them. thinking that there's you know we wouldn't have a problem with all these republicans or mm. you know all That's these uh, poor people if we just ah. got rid of all the
1: republicans and the poor people easy peasy. Yeah, you know. So, I mean that really stops the problem pretty quickly. It does. It does and It always works out well. <sighs> I know China's done it. I mean, the Soviets did it, you know. The old War I mean, was it was a really good experiment in that and they have had no problems with Ukraine since. So, uh, I think
0: uh, John Kerry's got it fixed cuz I I mean, when I think of somebody who understands farming,
1: I think of John Kerry. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, every time I see him parasailing off the shores of Nantucket, I, right. or, no, uh, wind, wind sailing. Wind, what was it, windsurfing? I can't remember which yeah. one, I just remember that picture of wind him surfing. in the middle of that. Uh, but yeah, windsurfing off the shores of Nantucket, I think here's a man whose who, who's next step is to make sure he's got manure and he's, he's yeah. and fertilized, he's out there in the fields working hard to make sure that your food gets to you. He's up to manner. his neck in fertilizer
0: most <laughs> he times. Is, yeah, that I will so, agree with. And he's he's a guy who likes to get his hands dirty. You know, I can see him all the time getting in his hands in the soil. Mm. You know,
1: mm-hmm. <sighs> doing uh, manual labor. labor. That's the John mm-hmm. Kerry, Teresa Heinz Kerry way. Yeah, I will tell you that. Um,
0: I will tell you that I would like to send him someplace where he's doing hard manual labor. <laughs> I'd like to send a lot of these people into a place to where, like a farm, you know,
1: of of sorts. sorts, yeah. Yeah. You know, with lodging, obviously. Of course, we got to provide lodging. And three squares. Yeah. Three squares every day. You know, Glenn, I like those open environments where, like, you Mm -hmm. know, even though it might be a small area, you can see for a long distance between, like, uh, you know, like bars. You know, like the bars come down oh, and you can see right through it's really, that's, yeah, yeah it's very that's beautiful. kind of old
0: school, but I like yeah, that kind yeah. of feel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Jane Fonda, uh, she was at the uh, Con Film Festival. Con being the operative word. Oh, it's spelled with an A. Hmm. Uh, she said, climate change is very serious. It's very serious. We have about seven or eight years to cut ourselves in half of what we use of fossil fuels. Unfortunately, the people that have the least responsibility for it are hit the hardest. The global South, the people on islands, poor people of color. It's a tragedy that we absolutely have to stop. We have to arrest and jail these men. They're all men behind this. We have to arrest them and jail them. I'm quoting her. And that's why she didn't actually go to the Cannes Film Festival. She did it virtually because of... All of the carbon that she would have just expelled into the atmosphere to go over for a stupid film festival, you know, she, and the cars and the planes. And the, oh, my gosh, it always is men. It's good for us all to realize there would be no climate crisis. I, I mean, I can't even read this with a straight face. <laughs> It's good for us to realize that there would be no climate crisis if. If? If? No guess? No fill in the blank? No climate crisis if. if only one thing. It wasn't for all that capitalism? Oh, no, that, <laughs> that would make sense. Uh, okay. No climate crisis if there was no racism. Oh. Okay. There would be no climate crisis if there were no patriarchy. I think I'm close on this one. White men are the things that matter, and then everything else is at the bottom. Well, you can take everything, so. racism, sexism, misogyny, homophobia, whatever, the war. If you really get in it and study it and learn about it and the history of it, everything's connected. There would be no climate crisis if it wasn't for racism. Mm wow she's nailed us she's nailed us as a white man
1: woo! did she get that one right bose thought the climate was racist you know uh, seems to be doing such a terrible job helping minorities and doing such a great job enriching whites and that's uh, what the climate's been doing for thousands and thousands of years well, i mean uh, th- hopefully you know all you poor people
0: Turn off the radio for a minute, because just us rich white men are going to listen. They can't hear us. They don't have radios. Oh, it's like a dog. Oh, they don't have radios. Yeah, they're too poor. Okay, Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, they couldn't understand it anyway. They're (laughs) so stupid. Um, But if you're a white man, we all know, right? Am I right? That's the only reason why I I spray hairspray, aerosol hairspray into the eyes of bunnies Mm -hmm. just to be able to get the earth to heat up some. You know
1: well, also to hurt the bunnies. Let's not minimize that. Well, we want, I mean, we it want is, them to feel it's pain. kind
0: of a satisfying kind of you know, side benefit. Okay. You know, to see the so cute look little bunnies. central
1: to or the mission.
0: No. Mm-hmm. The mission is just to get the planet to heat up so everyone
1: will starve <laughs> except for us. Right. The and lightning. we have we know exactly what that amount is. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just gonna keep working yeah. on that project, all of us together here listening. And I guess if you happen to, if we are a poor person and you've recently stolen a radio, you can turn it back on now. That would be difficult to know that because you weren't listening. Uh, But just so you know. They're so stupid. They wouldn't know how to turn it back on anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, By the way, the
0: people who run the fossil fuel industry, and she said, I might add, the politicians that they bought off who haven't had, quote, the gumption to stand up for the climate. She said, I want to see some sort of Nuremberg trial for climate criminals. Yeah. Yeah. So look mm. out, gang. If That's,
1: you're a white man. Oh, is that RFK juniors? Is he talking? Is uh, he? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Is he? Is he? Uh, that is. He's laying out his new policies? I got a prediction for you okay. on that. Let mm-hmm. me break and he's I come back. He's going to completely
0: abandon it because he's getting no, no, no. support from the Ro- oh, Okay. Got a good prediction All for right. you. Okay. Uh, Good Ranchers (laughs) is here. Summer is here. And Good Ranchers wants to remind you, Summer and Good Ranchers are here. So fire up the grill. Throw on a set of steaks or burgers. Mmm. And the best quality, I don't mean just taste, come come from the American farm or the American ranch. They're made in America. And it's the one thing we still do right. Now, uh, Good Ranchers is going to save you a lot of money because that inflation, which is definitely transitory. Yeah, meaning it's going to go up because it's not going down. Um, with all the stuff that's happening with farms, your meat is going to go through the roof, through the roof. If you like meat, bacon, fish, chicken, any of it, you just go to goodranchers.com right now. American meat delivered to your door. You order through Good Ranchers, they will lock in that price so your price never goes up. You're not going to get that anyplace else. GoodRanchers.com. GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code Beck, save 30 bucks. GoodRanchers.com. Glenn Beck. I know. Uh, we're just uh,
1: having a conversation about RFK. You're, you're. I mean, you're more optimistic in its chances to win the primary. No, than I'm I just. Am. Let's I'm just.
0: Uh, you know, uh, I, I'm pessimistic that common sense would play a role in anything anymore. Uh, and I, I think if if Donald Trump gets the nomination, they'll run Biden. And even if he's dead. <laughs> disney will step in and it'll be either be an audio animatronic or a an ai biden um however he is so weak with the democrats if you see rfk getting into the 30s he might be the guy he might and he is uh, he is no friend to conservatives the glenn back program